Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Jesus is risen. He is alive. And because He's alive, we are alive. And because He's alive, we can face tomorrow. I'm going to read to you a verse, a few verses from, gospel, from Genesis gospel, from the gospel of Genesis. The first book of the Bible, Genesis, it's going to be the story of Joseph. But as you open your phone app or the notes will be on the back. We welcome everyone on Zoom. Just a few of you tonight. It's our first Saturday service and we have about 339 people on YouTube. Go ahead, keep spamming the comments. And uh, guys, we reached 300,000 subscribers on YouTube this week yeah you may say you know come on <laughs> how many local churches can say that and this this is not to brag no it is to brag you know why because it's part of that board over there thousands locally and millions globally this is just 700,000 until it's going to be 1 million amen it's going to we're going to reach millions of people globally we're going to impact people for Jesus the world will be a better place because you and I were here because we left the difference you know when we pray these prayers Lord we pray for the nations we pray for Korea we pray for Asia we pray for Africa we pray for Americas you know these prayers are not in vain what Michelle shared today is so powerful where Jesus takes somebody from Buddhism where he reveals himself to somebody in Islam where he reveals to somebody in atheism and agnosticism when he reveals to somebody who is maybe in voodoo or maybe practicing magic or in satanism and he shows himself real and mighty God answers prayer today if you believe in the power of prayer give God the Lord a praise offering right now come on those of you watching us on live stream give that clap offering to the Lord right now in your comments stay engaged with us and that is our vision and so we pray for that we're believing that God's going to give us a new building but until then today we're experimenting maybe we might need, even need to do three services so I ask you precious wonderful saints who came to worship the Lord on the Sabbath on the Saturday that tomorrow you stay home and watch it live <laughs> a pastor came last week uh, from another city and he says I've never been to a church where the pastor is asking people not to come to church where we're pleading with people please stay home just come for one service do not come don't do double dipping and stuff and so you can give twice but you can't come twice <laughs> you have to come once unless you're bringing somebody so if you're bringing a neighbor you can come tomorrow if you're not bringing anybody you watch online why because we need room for people that will come to services tomorrow amen 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 I'm going to read Genesis chapter 45 and this is the story of Jacob and Jacob had a son named Joseph it was his beloved son the son was supposedly presumed dead and Jacob hears this news at first it sounds like a sick joke but then in verses 26 it says and they told him saying Joseph is still alive and he is a governor over all the land of Egypt and Jacob's heart stood still because he did not believe them this must be a joke are you serious and when they had told him all the words which Joseph had said to them and when he saw the carts which Joseph had sent to carry him 
the spirit of Jacob their father revived turn to your neighbor say God is about to revive you in verse 28 then Israel said it is enough Joseph my son is still alive turn to your neighbor say Jesus is alive I will go and see him Joseph my son is alive Joseph is like an example of Jesus Joseph was betrayed by his brothers Jesus was betrayed by humanity Joseph was beloved of his father and Jesus was God's begotten son Joseph was falsely accused and Jesus was also falsely accused on numerous accounts Joseph spent nights between two main prisoners Jesus was crucified between two criminals Joseph had a gentile bride Jesus has a gentile bride Joseph was eventually promoted into a very high place and so was Jesus promoted into a place of rulership and being seated at the right hand of the father Joseph was presumed dead Jesus thought he was dead people thought he was dead but then he came back to life and Joseph revealed himself to his brothers and they wept at his shoulder and then they were reconciled and one day the Jewish people the brothers of Jesus Bible says will weep at him whom they wounded and so Joseph is a beautiful picture of who Jesus is but I want to highlight this one short portion of that Joseph's story today and that is this is that Joseph is alive Jesus is alive and he's not just alive he is the governor see not only Joseph was alive hiding in the ghetto not only Joseph was alive and he was working some kind of a nine to five but Joseph was alive and they came when they said he is a governor over all the Egypt but Jesus that is alive he is not just a governor he says I have the authority over death I have the authority over sickness I have the authority over the spiritual realm over the natural realm over the political realm over the economical realm I have the authority over all the creation I am alive and I am the King of Kings and Lord of Lords I'm not a president looking for an election I am not a politician want to win in polls I am God Jesus is alive and he's a king Come on church and never say he's the king of kings. He never got voted in and he never gonna get voted out. He was born a king. He doesn't have a political party. He is above every president, every dictator, every single governor, every mayor, everyone. Jesus is the king. But I want you to notice this beautiful news. When this news came to Jacob, Jacob did not believe it. He thought it was a sick joke at first Jacob's heart stood still and said I don't believe it and I think this is where we have to this is the good news today is that we are preaching we are like those messengers coming to you today and letting you know Jesus is alive he's not dead I saw in the comment when we were worshiping somebody dropped a comment why would you want to pray to a dead God and our moderators who do a good job they banned that person he's maybe still watching there and I just want to let anybody know who's watching right now that this is not a sick joke this is not a religious propaganda Joseph is alive Jesus is alive and he rules and reigns today 
he is seated at the right hand of the father when Stephen was being stoned he saw him seated there we have the sure word from God that not only he is alive but he is the king and he is coming back what does this news do to us today and I can go into details but we don't have time into why I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and we, we can do that maybe some other time but I just want to get into the practicality of it if you're taking notes write this down the good news that Jesus is alive revives our spirit you know what happened to Jacob the Bible says that his spirit got revived somebody say revival no come on I couldn't hear you. somebody say revival the best revival is the one when your spirit is alive how do you get revival it's when you believe the good news that Jesus is not dead he is alive our God is not dead he is alive what it does is it revives your spirit the scripture says and Jacob's spirit revived when your spirit is revived that means it used to be dead when it's revived it becomes hungry when your spirit is awakened it becomes sensitive when your spirit is awakened it becomes connected now to the Lord and when you believe the good news that Jesus Christ died that he was buried and he is alive today and you repent of your sins something happens your spirit becomes revived your spirit becomes alive and you will look at this book differently it will no longer be an old book that's outdated it will become your bread for your spirit until your spirit is alive this is an old book but when your spirit is made new this becomes your food believers are not just going to be a bunch of hypocrites that are backbiting and gossiping they will become your family crazy family but your family it might be sometimes family that you get rubbed rub in the wrong, wrong ways and have little fist bumps and everything but it's going to be your family because your spirit is alive. Touch your neighbor and say, my spirit is alive. And if your neighbor did not respond, well today the Lord is going to do some quickening work in Jesus' name. Today you are in this room because God wants to quicken your spirit. God wants to revive your spirit. If you are here today, it doesn't matter how many million of dollars you have in your bank account or it doesn't matter if you live in a homeless shelter. It doesn't matter what car you drive. What is the brand name of your garments and how many degrees you have right after your name. You have one thing that every person has on this earth. It's called a spirit and your spirit my friend whether you are Buddhist whether you are Muslim whether you are agnostic whether you've been disappointed in religion whether your mama and daddy was a pastor whether you had some bad things happen in the previous church your spirit is either alive or your spirit is dead and when you believe in Jesus Christ God doesn't promise limbos God doesn't promise lambos and God doesn't promise necessarily Gucci Moochie but he promises quickening of your spirit you might not get a boyfriend but you will have revival of your spirit. You might not have children but you will have revival in your spirit. You might not have a mansion but you will have revival in your spirit. The biggest miracle is when your spirit is revived. Your finances may still be dead. Your health may still be deteriorating but your spirit becomes quickened and you say I want to go and see Jesus. I love Jesus. I love God's Word. Why? Because Jesus is alive and my spirit is quickened any quickened people we have in this room I know it's Saturday night but any quickened people who got quickened by the Holy Ghost who got quickened by the preaching of the gospel amen and the Bible says Joseph's spirit was quickened you know before his spirit got quickened something was happening that couldn't be explained these were pleasant surprises where 
the sons of Joseph would go to Egypt and come back with unexplainable things in their bags. They would get like these money stuff in their bags and they had no explanation of where it came from. Albert Einstein says that coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. This was Joseph giving hints, I'm not dead. Every time they had stuff they couldn't explain, good stuff. This was Joseph letting them know, I'm not dead. Until one day he removed the veil and said, I am Joseph. Maybe you don't believe in Jesus Christ personally today. It, to you it's just a religion. Every time your bag has unexplainable blessings, what the world calls luck, Jesus says, it's me letting you know I'm real. When you're protected from an accident on the road and somebody else maybe wasn't or perhaps a disease that passed you by and there's no explanation for why you're still sitting in this room right now. Don't take the credit. Don't give credit to luck. Listen, this is Joseph letting you know I am anonymous but I am real. I am alive. I just want to take a moment and give God the praise for every time he was blessing me behind the scenes. Every time he was protecting me anonymously. Every time he was giving me anonymously. Every time he moved things behind the scenes that I never knew. Diseases that came at me and God stepped in and I didn't even know it. Every time the witches maybe or warlocks were trying to cast a spell or people were trying to curse and God says no that's not gonna attach blood. Why? Because I'm gonna protect him. I just want to give Jesus the praise right now because God works behind the scenes. God works behind the scenes and he does that so he can reveal eventually his face and say I am alive and I'm a good God. Come on somebody. The Bible says that Joseph sends this news I am alive and Jacob's spirit is revived. The second thing that I want to highlight is the good news comes with a great transportation called the chariot. Jacob comes out from the tent or comes out from the house and the scripture says he sees the chariots and the carts and he says wow this must be true. Jesus doesn't just send us an empty news. He sends us the Holy Spirit to confirm the good news. He sends us the Holy Spirit the moment we become Christians dear believers Jesus sends us the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can take us from our Canaan to our Goshen. So that we no longer have to walk to heaven. We can take a journey on the chariot to heaven. So that Christian life is not difficult but Christian life is spirit-filled. So that Christian life is not striving but Christian life is striding. Christian life is taking a step with God. I did a little thing on the map where I wanted to see how long it will take me from Kenwick to Seattle to walk. And I saw that it will take walking three days to walk from Kenwick to Seattle which will be about 72 hours. Somebody said that's too long. That's too long. 72 hours and that's no breaks, that's no uh, pit stop, that's no bathroom break and that's not sleeping. So that means sometime after 24 hours I'm gonna collapse. 
that's just from here to Seattle can you imagine how long the journey is from here to heaven so the journey is very long my legs are very tired and then if I still have to carry somebody with me like carry somebody else's problems and I still have to carry relationships carry my job my career and my calling imagine carrying a bag on the top of that imagine pulling a cord imagine pulling a maybe a u-haul that you are pulling with all of your possessions I mean I'm not gonna make it in 72 hours maybe 72 days 72 hours will take to walk from here to Seattle if you have a bicycle and you decide to bike from here to Seattle but you can't pull a lot with you but it will take you 20 hours which was a little bit almost one day but then there's this thing where you can drive to Seattle it will take you if you're a Christian three and a half hours if you're filled with the Holy Ghost power and under grace not under the law you could get it within two and a half hours but there is still one more way to get to Seattle that's even faster it's called Alaska Airlines it's called Delta it's called United where honestly you're not even sitting behind the wheel you're not even watching for make sure that I don't speed make sure that I stay awake make sure that I take the turns make sure that I you, you're simply sitting in the air, air in, in your airplane you're sitting in your seat you turn on your music you're reading a book and you're just relaxing and the pilot does the heavy lifting he's focused he's making sure everything is fine the only thing you are doing is nothing and you're moving around the airplane somebody's bringing you food and somebody's bringing you a drink and then you press that button you're complaining I want it too cold I want it to be hot and all this stuff and you're chatting with other people and next thing you know within about 30 minutes you're already in Seattle my friend what God did not only he brought us the news I am alive he says I want to bring you to my world and I'm not giving you directions I'm sending you a jet God has a private jet it's called the Holy Ghost he's sending us the jet and he's saying it's my personal jet it's the one I had when I was on this earth it's through the Holy Spirit Jesus was born it's through the Holy Spirit he lived it's by the Spirit he endured the wilderness it's by the Spirit he cast out demons it's by the Spirit he lived he breathed and by the Spirit he died and by the Spirit he rose from the dead it was his if I could use that word personal jet and he's saying I am alive I want you to come into my world but let me send you someone let me send you something to get you the way Joseph sent a chariot of Egypt to bring Jacob into Egypt God sent the Holy Ghost people complain all the time Christian life is hard no my friend Christian life is impossible if you try it on your own Christian life is not difficult the Old Testament laws were difficult New Testament are impossible Old Testament says don't kill New Testament says don't hate Old Testament says do not commit adultery. New Testament says don't even look with lust. You're like man. Old Testament says give 10%. New Testament says give everything. Give your whole life to Jesus. If you think New Testament is hard, I have a bad news for you. New Testament is impossible. There is no way you can make it from here to heaven on your own strength. God has sent a jet. It is 
parked outside all you gotta do is step in sit in the Holy Spirit and say Holy Spirit live through me Holy Spirit fill me Holy Spirit baptize me Holy Spirit reveal Jesus to me Holy Spirit you wrote this book can you help me to understand this book Holy Spirit give me strength to cast out devils out of my family and out of myself Holy Spirit give me anointing to heal the sick Holy Spirit be my friend when everybody rejects me Holy Spirit be with me when nightmares come at night to torture me Holy Spirit walk with me through the valley and through the fire and through the flood Holy Ghost I need you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit makes all the difference in the life of a Christian after receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior God does not give you a map and says I'll see you in Seattle don't get lost in Ellingsburg for those of you watching us Ellingsburg is from here to Seattle God doesn't say hey don't get lost over there and don't, don't, don't let those coyotes eat you up no no and God doesn't say make sure you go buy yourself the fastest bike God says I give you a send you a jet come into my spirit after you receive Jesus Christ the second thing the most important thing after receiving Christ is you must live your life in God's personal private jet called the Holy Spirit he reveals Jesus he helps us to get to heaven and most importantly he makes Christian life not only easier he makes Christian life exciting he adds flavor to Christian life he makes Christian life adventurous Holy Spirit is not weird but he is wild for those of you who think he's a dove he's not a dove he's a wild goose Holy Spirit is not if people like he has he has gentle heart but he is wild when he comes he comes like a flood he doesn't come as a sprinkle he doesn't come as a fog he comes as fire Holy Spirit is a is a mighty mighty force nobody can wrestle with him and win nobody can stand against him and compete and win Holy Spirit is with us he lives in us and we live in the Holy Ghost that's why we can dream big dreams that's why we're not afraid to cast out demons that's why we're not afraid to lay hands upon the sick that's why we're not afraid to declare big things because this world was made by the Holy Spirit and the same Spirit raised Jesus from the dead if I could use the same chariot Jesus had the same private jet Jesus had on this earth is the same thing my Heavenly Father sent to me that's why Jesus says the works I did you will do how I lived you can live if I walked on water you can walk over your circumstances if I spoke to the mountain you can speak to your depression if I lived in victory you can live in triumph why because the same spirit lives inside of you but I want you to notice the third thing is not only Je Joseph sends a chariot to pick up Jacob but I want us to see one more thing in here and this is where we're going to be praying for right now the scripture says in verse 22 21 then the sons of Israel did so and Joseph gave them cards somebody say credit cards these were not credit cards but I'm just giving you an imagination so that you because most of us we don't know what these cards are but we're like give me a credit card and it has no limit on it 
according to the command of Pharaoh and he gave them provision for the journey somebody say provisions for the journey I can't hear the church here so those of you on live stream go ahead and type provisions for the journey I <laughs> just say provisions for the journey okay that's a little bit better somebody say provisions for the journey <laughs> verse 22 he gave to all of them to each man changes of garments Gucci Moochie stuff he gives them clothes and to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments somebody say Lord bless me like Benjamin all the ladies say and the shoes as well verse 23 and he sent to his father these things 10 donkeys loaded somebody say loaded I'm just reading the Bible I'm not making nothing up loaded with good things of Egypt 10 female donkeys loaded somebody say again loaded with grain bread and food for his father for the journey somebody say for the journey turn to your neighbor say healing is for the journey turn to your other neighbor say your deliverance is for the journey God's blessing is to turn to your other neighbor behind you the one that you've been ignoring all the services it's for the journey for the journey and when Jacob saw all of that that's when his heart was revived what I want to mention to you is this not only God sends the good news saying I am alive believe in the gospel God sends the Holy Spirit to reveal to us that he is alive and help us to live for the gospel but he does one more thing is he sends us donkeys loaded with the goods of Egypt for the provisions for the journey donkeys did not remove the famine they made famine something we can overcome when the donkeys came to Jacob's house it did not mean that that's where he's going to live with those donkeys it just meant as he is coming to see his son Joseph that journey is going to be pleasant that journey will be enjoying the appetizer of the world he's walking into we are all as Christians headed to heaven where we're gonna spend eternity with God we're gonna live in our mansions we're gonna live in big houses streets are not gonna be made of asphalt and every time it snows there will be no no holes in the road like we see over here in the road coming to hungry gen the heaven that we are walking there will be no night and you will not need to sleep the heaven that we are walking the bible says there will be no more tears and there will be no more curse there will be no more ah it hurts in here the kidneys are hurting in there my heart is irregular heartbeat ah, I got arthritis you will be able to eat sugar and not pro no problem donuts and no side effects there will be foods that we will be able to eat there will be water that we will be able to drink and the most importantly is that we will be dressed with the robes of righteousness there will be no sun, there will be no moon and there will be no stars. There will be no need for light because God's presence, meaning God's not going to throw us into some Hawaii island that's full of luxury. God's going to come and live right among us. In the garden God visited Adam. The way you're going, 
he will actually move in heaven will move on earth and that's where we're headed to that is where you and I are headed to but God says while you're coming to me let me give you something for the journey let me send you few donkeys that are loaded with the world you're coming into you're not there yet but let me send you an appetizer a preview have you ever went to watch a movie and before you watch the motion picture they give you like 10 little previews and God says let me send you a preview an appetizer have you been to Olive Garden you know before they send you the meal they give you that really big bowl of salad and you're like one more bowl and I won't need the meal and then unlimited breadsticks so this is what God is saying this is what Joseph was doing is he sent him donkeys loaded with the goods somebody say goods not leftovers not trash not goodwill but goods of Egypt this was to help him with the journey I don't believe the life on earth is heaven we don't believe that just because God heals that we will never die we don't believe that on this earth this is heaven but on this earth God gives us the appetizer and he gives us donkeys loaded with goods of heaven healing is that donkey one day we will no longer have sickness but God says while you're here by my stripes you can be healed by my stripes the healing can manifest in your body like what happened to my grandma that we were and thank you every one of you who were praying where she had she had a heart attack yesterday and she had a, a, a blood clots in her in her arteries and she ended up there and she already pretty much signed that if she would um, you know died and, and not to revive her and she was ready to go because she did not want it to be a vegetable after she gets uh, she comes back and the church we start praying it'd be easy to say she's 84 years of age she had 16 children and you know it's time for her to go but it's Easter time it's race to deliver time and we said no we don't want her to go you may say well Bible says ask what you desire and we started to press in we started to pray and not only her condition drastically changed the doctor wanted to do a procedure but said her blood pressure has to be straightened out has to become normalized and her kidneys have to become more healthier they're not healthy right now this morning kidneys started to operate better the doctor went and did the procedure and to his great amazement he came back and he says I I can figure out I don't see blood clots and so and she's released she's back at home now now this might not see a big thing for some of you but that's my grandma and she's back home what I want to encourage you today is God is sending donkeys God is sending donkeys to your family he wants your child to be healed of asthma because in that donkey is the provision for the journey somebody say provision for the journey he wants to deliver your child of nightmares he wants to deliver you of an anxiety why because that donkey is the provision for the journey we pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven your kingdom come what does that mean that means as we are headed into heaven heaven already has been sent to us and we are walking right now and we can expect the supernatural 
here at Hungry Gen I gotta give you the news right away for those of you who are coming and you're planning to come back again I want to tell you is that we believe the Bible we believe that Jesus is good we believe that Jesus is not an author of sickness disease we know God can use the disease to accomplish his purposes we know that God can use anything but we know that God can also heal the disease we know that God can deliver the captives. We know that the solution is not always to put people on medicine and to send them to a psychiatrist or send them to some kind of a rehab. We know the solution is Jesus Christ. And we, this is not just a religious cliche. We've seen God deliver people who were addicted to drugs. We've seen God deliver people who were paralyzed from neck down right here and ate through a straw for six months because the Lord sent goods. He's a good God. And what is the cross? The cross is God showing His goodness in saving our spirit, giving us the Holy Spirit and saying, I'm bringing you my kingdom on this earth so that you can live on your way to heaven in a way that shows the glory of heaven here on earth. That your relationships reflect the goods of Egypt that your family relationship reflects the lowly donkeys with grain and with bread that your children they reflect the goodness of God I will see the goodness of God in the land of living one author said in the Bible and I believe that for your life today in Jesus name the same power that raised Jesus from the dead will raise every dry bone in your life I declare and I agree today with you we stand in faith for every person fighting today for healing of cancer that Jesus Christ is greater than cancer and that cancer has to bow its knee to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ those of you watching us on YouTube today those of you watching us on Instagram or watching us on Facebook right now there are donkeys parked at your Christian faith and all you gotta do is come and come into the Holy Spirit and begin to appropriate by faith and say Lord I believe Lord I will not die of this sickness but I will live and declare your works Lord depression and anxiety I know it was running in the family until it ran to me it stops right here I know everyone I know has been divorced but it runs in the family until it ran to me. Why? Because my Joseph, my Jesus sent me a donkey loaded with marital blessing. And I will live that out in my life in Jesus name. Maybe there was poverty. It was plaguing your whole family. Everyone always worked and never had enough. And they struggled. They struggled to pay bills. Family always fought over smallest little expenses. And you witnessed that and you saw that. I want to tell you today Jesus is alive not only he's alive he sent the Holy Spirit no the Spirit didn't come to give you bling and bling but he gave you a promise that I am the Lord your shepherd and you shall not lack he gave you a promise I am Jehovah Jireh I am Jehovah El Shaddai I'm God of more than enough I will provide for your needs in Jesus name can somebody say amen tonight I want this tonight to be a night of miracles I want us to expect right now not just to pray a little cute prayer and go back home I want you to expect today that things will change in your life that things will change in your body even uh, yesterday uh, two days ago when I was doing a Thursday stream and people start getting healed on a live stream people start commenting of things like growths in their body that started to disappear in their bodies and so many other testimonies that we see happening here but even if we wouldn't see it even if my grandma wouldn't make it today and she would have went to heaven home Paul my my uncle was texting me he's like grandma is home I was like which one 
his or yours because <laughs> I'm like you, you you gotta you gotta break it down for me because I'm scared I saw home and I'm scared because <laughs> I'm not sure which home she went to you know I know she went home I was like tell me which home he's like no my home I was like okay thank you Jesus I mean not that it would be bad if she would have went that home but it's, it's good that she went to his home amen so she will be here tomorrow by God's grace and so but the Lord wants you to experience that miracle today he wants you if if we wouldn't even see miracles the fact that God's promise says he sent us those things he's able to bring that today in the name of Jesus hey guys I hope you enjoyed this week's message if you like what you've heard you can find more of this great content on YouTube Facebook Instagram Twitter Snapchat TikTok and even Pinterest in other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.